You're listening to the Art of Living Well podcast with Father Ian Van Heusen. Hi, Father Ian Van Heusen here. This is the Art of Living Well podcast. And what I want to get into today is something I was meditating on this morning. So for the past couple of days, um, I've been reading Hell and Its Torments by St. Robert Bellamine. Um, I recommend I recommended to folks um, I'm pretty much it's a short work so it only takes about maybe a half hour hour at most to read I read most of it yesterday and then I've, I've been reading parts of it and meditating on it today and I, I think I'm going to keep revisiting it um, but before I get into talking about that and talking about the traditional act of contrition I want to give a little bit of a background on why I kind of got into meditating on last things so during the lockdown, when it, um, leading up to the lockdown and then after lockdown, I'd started to meditate on last things. And, and during the lockdown, one of the things that struck me the most was that people were not worried about their salvation. That the primary concern of like most people, including Catholics, unfortunately sometimes clergy as well, their main concern was preserving their physical health. And sometimes they would do this at the expense of serving others at the expense of caring for the poor and those on the margins of society. And I saw so many examples where basically people neglected to care for their neighbor and to care for the poor because they were concerned about their own self-preservation. I talked about this at length uh, during the lockdown and I'm continuing to meditate on it because one of the things I've started to realize is that we need to recognize and have a healthy fear of going to hell. We need to also recognize the glory to which we are called and the idea of final judgment. That is, at the end of this life, we'll stand before our Lord and he, he will judge our deeds. It's like I give one example. Um, so I was preaching on, there was a bishop, a Maronite bishop, uh, Bishop Gregory Monsoor, who he saw a man lying on the side of the road who, uh, who was sick, who was in need of help. And he went over to care for him. But people said, stay away from that man. He has COVID. And so the bishop was like, well, no, I still need to care for the poor. It was one of his better moments. And he cared for him, and then he himself got COVID. This was very early on when we didn't know what the, the, what the effects of COVID would be. Um, so I was preaching on this, and I actually had a parishioner who kind of rebuked me. He said, Father, you know, he shouldn't have cared for the poor. He shouldn't have cared for him because now we have professionals who take care of that. So he really shouldn't have done that, and he should have, uh, he should have actually left it to professionals. And I'm like, guys... That is not the right attitude to have. We, like, our, we need to recognize that the worst thing is not to lose our life, that we should have no fear of death. And that is we should be willing to extend ourselves if it's necessary. I'm saying be prudent. I'm not saying being reckless. But what that bishop did was absolutely correct. He put his life second. This is also the essence of the priesthood, to lay down your life for others. So within that context, I was meditating on um, uh, St. Robert Bellamy and Hell and Its Torments. And I realized a powerful connection with a traditional act of contrition. Now, St. Robert Bellamy doesn't talk about this, but he, he, would, he, he, builds in, he builds his thing off of St. Thomas Aquinas, where there's a classical distinction that I, I finally understood for the first time today between what they call the pain of loss and the pain of sense. It also gets at this idea of the, um, eternal punishment and temporal punishment. So what do we mean by this? We say that when we commit a mortal sin, we have an eternal punishment and a temporal punishment. The eternal punishment is that we lose the divine life. That is that we could go to hell for just one mortal sin. And that is an eternal punishment. The temporal punishment, which relates to the pain of sense, 
is the effects of the sin on us. So if we're in habitual mortal sin, it wounds our nature. So even if we regain our friendship with God through confession and we no longer are suffering the eternal consequences, we still have the temporal consequences that, that need to be healed. So I'm going to flesh this out a little bit. But getting into the traditional act of contrition, um, the one that I have memorized and that I try to teach people, not always, sometimes for our children, we use different ones, I think because it mentions hell and sometimes people get uncomfortable with that. It goes, uh, I'm heartily sorry for all my offenses because I fear the loss of heaven and the pangs of hell. So fear the loss of heaven and the pangs of hell. So you can imagine mortal sin as a kind of turning away from the glory of heaven towards a temporal thing. Um, sense pleasure, friendships, relationships. We reject God for something in this world, a turning away and a turning towards. So the pain of loss, which St. Robert Bellarmine gets at, is the reality of how much we lose if we die in a state of mortal sin. That is the glory, the happiness of the saints in heaven. And, and that pain of loss, to realize how much we have lost, is the worst pain of hell. He talks about this at length. So it's not the complete pangs of hell, but it's the, 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 lo the loss of heaven and the pangs of hell. So then there's a turning towards sense things. And, in, and I haven't gotten to the part where he deals with it in the book, but I kind of know where he's going with this because I've studied enough. There's the attachments to things in this world cause us a certain amount of anxiety, fear. They cause us suffering. That is when we're attached to the things of this world, there is a punishment within it. Now I'm going to be a little creative. Now this isn't... St. Robert Bellamy, this isn't, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to integrate von Balthasar a little bit, but not, I, I don't agree with von Balthasar's dare we hope all men be saved. I think he's overly optimistic. I tend to believe that most people are not going to heaven, um, that, that that's very few people that are going to heaven. You can disagree with me with that, no problem. I mean, it's not that I want anybody individually to go to, to, to hell, but I've just seen it where it seems like so many people turn away from our Lord on a regular basis. They don't seek the way of the Lord. So anyway, setting that aside, one of the things that von Balthasar deals with in Dare We Hope All Men Be Saved is this idea of extrinsic versus intrinsic punishment. Well, what do I mean by this? Is the punishments of hell, are they extrinsically imposed by God? That is, so by an outside force that imposes the punishment on the person, or is it intrinsic? That is, something within the person punishes them. So like, do we put ourselves in hell? Or does God put us in hell? Now, I think I think von Balthasar overemphasized. I think it's a both and. I think there's an element that, yes, God punishes us. And God punishes us first by putting our conscience within us. So even if we punish ourselves by our conscience, it is God who places that conscience within us. And I was talking with the Thomist about this, and he was the one who made that distinction, uh, Dr. Hooter. Um, so, but also, I do think that there is external punishments. I think that's... I think that, that, that's, that, that's necessary. But I do like, for the sake of this idea, this idea of we punishing ourselves, that, 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 that something within us. And, and I get, it gets at this, this loss, the, the pain of loss and the pain of sense. We see people in this world that they live kind of in their own hell. And it, at first it might seem pleasant, it might seem pleasurable, but it's like Hotel California, right? You know, this could be heaven or this could be hell. You know, when we're living according to the senses, you know, people who are partying excessively or promiscuous or fornicating, on the surface, it can seem very pleasurable. But when we extend all of the consequences with it and, and we extend the state of mind for all eternity, 
and then we realize the supreme happiness that we've lost, the, that attachment to the things of the flesh is the worst kind, of, the, is not the worst kind, is a terrible suffering. And of course, recognizing what we've lost in the glory of God is, is also a terrible suffering. That's why I love that. So I fear the loss of heaven and the pangs of hell. Now, the next part, and this is where I'm going to leave off our discussion for today in this particular podcast, is I fear the loss of heaven and the pangs of hell, but most of all because they offend thee, my God, whom I should love above all things. Now, right now, it, it is um, it is really, um, people really emphasize what's called contrition, which is that we should not want to sin because we love God. Attrition is we don't sin and we're sorrow for sins because we fear hell. And I think we need both. Actually, I think really cultivating a fear of hell is actually the path to good mental health. Now, I know that might sound crazy, but in my own life and in my experience, when you have that fear of hell and you also have the love of God and and the desire not to offend him, both in balance is incredibly helpful. The fear of hell pushes us away from evil and the fear of offending God attaches us to his love. I think we need both movements in the spiritual life. So consider that today. Maybe consider meditating on that traditional examination of conscience. And so I hope you've enjoyed this. This has been Father Ian Van Heusen, the Art of Living Well podcast. Thanks. God bless.